Attention, attention. Do not beat us. Oh, wait. That was. <laughs> wait. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that happened. That was my black hat. Wait. I need my black friends to come and help me. Oh, you sent up. Oh, you sent up the flare. Yeah. I, the. <laughs> this is my hat that I bought from Monet Exchange. So. Oh, wait. Yeah. Which hat is that? She, it's just like her dad hat. That she it has like you can't see it. Oh, there it is. Okay, I was like, it doesn't say Monet on it. No, it does. Yeah, oh, it please. does. But it's like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's my aesthetic. I love things that like have monograms that you can't see. I I love that like effect. Yeah. I also like I have a friend that gets uh, he's fair complexion and he gets white tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 and like it's so it looks it just looks like a raised yeah like almost a whip, but like if you look at it, it's actually a tattoo. It's so cute. I, I'm oh, so nice. jealous of him. But yeah. Did you see? I mean, speaking of beatdowns, did you watch this? Amazing. I watched. Um, I watched somebody <laughs> fuck around and find out. That's Ooh. what I watched. Tim, I don't have a big stomach for like real violence. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I, I Game of Thrones, I can stomach, but when I see like real violence, that yeah. makes me queasy. Like something actually happens in America. Like, like it's actually happening. No. Yeah, that makes me. It really upsets my mentality, um, and I go into a really dark place, and I can't. Mm-hmm. Except for when you witness instant karma. When it's yeah. instant karma, I'm like, more please. Listen, I was telling, <laughs> I was telling somebody. You know, everybody talks about, you know, oh, karma will get them. Karma will get them. Well, sometimes you have, like, karma is you. Right. <laughs> right. You have to be karma. Bring the karma. I'm I'm her. Like, she's yeah. me. And we're going to get these hands together. And we're going to bring out folding chairs. And we're going to bring out well, our okay. friends. Okay. And for, we're those, gonna for those who, and we're gonna, who are black, not. If you don't know black people can swim, black people swim now. Okay, so for those who are like, what? Just if you're for some reason you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Alabama Riverfront Brawl. Uh, Praise. Uh, just again, worship. I, I don't condone violence, but if you haven't seen it, Mercy. it's it's, it's Great. quite entertaining. Delicious. It's amazing. Um, no, that watching that kid jump into the river and do yes. the 100 meter dash and. Right? <laughs> Listen. Black man Ooh. can't swim. They need to make that movie. How about yes. that? Yes. Dun, 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 yes. dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Just uh, jumping right in in slow-mo. I just, I just want you to know that, unfortunately, this is why you, um, <laughs> your senators and such want to keep their guns because <laughs> y'all ain't got nothing on our hands. No. So <laughs> like, no. let's just be honest. No. And when it's WWE time, <laughs> I mean, when it comes to pulling things from out underneath the mats, that those chair shots again listen, were creative. <laughs> we, we, listen, yeah, the beginning, the end. <laughs> Just we uh, don't fit. We don't start it, but we'll no, finish no, no, no. it. No, somebody was doing their job. Yeah, and some people didn't want to be told no. And, and that hat went up in the air. Oh and my gosh! What time it was? I was like, <laughs> black dad hats, uh, folding chairs. Did you see that? I think it was um, our friend that posted that they're a folding chair, like ho- like phone holders now. Yes, there are. Folding- I was like, 
like, where did right. Five Below get the gall? <laughs> Five Below was like, we know our audience. We don't have so, any. I think what's <laughs> even more poetic justice is that somebody probably, somebody manufactured those as like some kind of weird joke for a phone holder, right? right? And then they made in China. <laughs> and, they, and then they saw the they saw the video come out. They're like, "Holy crap!" Mark them up a dollar. Oh, yes. whatever, right? <laughs> it was like it's not below five. It's no. gonna be five today. It's gonna be five ninety nine, bitch. <laughs> and guess what? We bought them. Oh my god! I bought two. Did you, but see, like, <laughs> did you see all the TikTok videos of people grabbing folding chairs in the aisle? Yes. It's so fun. It's I so love good. it. And I hate a folding chair because I'm a fat boy, but like. No, I never want to say anything. As a weapon, <laughs> I'm down. When it's Shawn Michaels taking it to someone's head, oh, just. You know what? Mwah. That's the weapon of mass destruction right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the video. I thought it was my ass, but it turns out it's a folding chair. It's a folding right chair. Over your head. Oop. And listen, video, those the, people who are talking about, oh, you shouldn't hit those ladies. Those ladies shouldn't have gotten in that fight. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I think at some point, if you if you decide to tag yourself in. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is at that point, everybody can get it that's involved. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, I... Uh, had you had you just been? I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't have like, anything. This is the point, though. Had you just done what you were supposed to be doing and get to your boat, get to your boat and get out. If you had just out. gone to your boat and not given that man any trouble, just what do they love to say? Like, had you not talked to the officer like that, maybe you wouldn't have got your ass beat. Had you not put your hands on that man, you wouldn't yeah. have got your ass whooped. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. You and your friends, sir, or they, them, whatever, whatever it is. Anyway, go check out that those videos, guys. It's uh, yes. Again, if you can't stomach violence, it might not be for you. And I don't want to glorify stuff, but again, it's my favorite kind of kind of yachting. Mm. <laughs> Tim, what are we talking about today? We're talking about money. We're gonna talk about money. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get up out of five below. Um, Listen. <laughs> Don't buy from Five Below unless they got folding chairs. Folding chairs, baby. Wrap them up. Hey, Tim, before exactly. we get in there, you want to bring us in? Of course. Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm going to beat your ass with a folding chair. I'm going to beat your ass with a folding chair. At folding chair. At folding chair. Hope I get it from Claire's. Yeah. before we start talking about money. Cheers. Cheers to poverty. Cheers to poverty. Mm. Another confession to make. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, so Tim, we, we touched on this, I think on the last episode when we were talking about rants and inflation and kind of how yes. we've also talked about how we're in a part of our lives where we're trying to get back on track or take back and some ownership. And also your triumphs in your loans and such. Oh my gosh, my student loans still still floating on that one. Just yeah. su such good news. Um, but I was curious, Tim. I know you know we talked about our growing up. You know when we first started the podcast, and we had some stories about our childhood. 
Um, I get the impression that your family was pretty self-sufficient. Like your dad had a pretty steady job and like, yeah. did, you, did you think of yourself as middle class or poor or what was your, like, as a kid, what did you think? So I came into my family very like at a time where they were grown, grown. And like my brother was, you know, 10 years old and my dad and my mom were in their forties. So they like had gotten pretty much in there in the swing of things in the swing of adulting understanding knowing growing and everything and just being able to afford a house and all of that stuff which i mean is not like it is today i can't speak yeah um for what they would be experiencing today yeah. but um at the time yeah like I grew up in a two-parent household. Uh, both of them had jobs. Uh, my dad uh, worked at a tire company. And we did, I mean, we were not like underneath the poverty line, but I wouldn't say that I was like, I didn't want for school supplies, but I wasn't out here getting like the latest Jordans every week. Sure, sure. So wherever you want to put that, if you want to put that in middle class, you can. Um, I never felt that though. I always felt very much like um, my parents didn't didn't have it to be given. Like, mm. and maybe that was more like me just thinking like, don't ask because <laughs> sure. it ain't gonna be like it's not gonna be given. Um, or not wanting to be the the burden of any kind. Um, so, so with that kind of mentality of like, you don't really ask because you don't want to be the burden, did you have a sense of being poor or just kind of getting high? I definitely knew that I was not poor because people around me were. Like, right. like, yeah. I, like I had friends that didn't have food at night. Like, but I wasn't Moesha about it. I wasn't out here being like, you oh, owe man. me my five dollars. <laughs> like, I wasn't out here being a spoiled brat. Yeah. But like, I definitely understood that people had less than I did. Yeah. And that it was my, like, my family were givers. Even yeah. to the point where sometimes it was a little, like they didn't have enough because they had given it out. Yeah. But, um... I never felt poor, mostly because my mother like knew how to cook and she did it every day. Yeah. And she like the things that I feel like would make you feel like you might be poor as a child, I didn't have those situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh well, so I I I have a distinct memory of being told that we were privileged when I was growing up and it was it was an incident with my cousin where my cousin and his family were going through a divorce mm -hmm. and his mom was raising them they're a single family so she's a single parent um and times were tough mm -hmm. and I remember like the cousins would come over occasionally and like we'd have sleepovers and do like you know order pizza and stuff and yeah. I remember my cousin made a comment he's like you know my mom tells me you guys like are, are rich you guys have like 
you know, and, and I know in the moment there was some explanation to him about like what was happening financially at the house and like yeah. why we had things that maybe they didn't or had access to things. Um, and it was one of those moments where I'm like, I don't think we're rich. And, yeah. you know, cause you don't have any concept of like finances and money at that age. But I do, I do, in hindsight, I know now that we were definitely what you would call middle-class family yeah. and um, mom and dad having solid jobs and dad being in IT, he got, I know he got paid pretty well, yeah. you know, even in the eighties and nineties. And um, so we, and we were spoiled as shit. Like me and my sisters were terrible, <laughs> terrible. Um, Cause yeah. mom and dad didn't know how to say no. Um, you know what I mean? They, and you, you know them, they're givers. Like if you need something, yeah. they're giving. I mean, Christmas is- It's dumb. Girl. It's dumb. I- No. <laughs> so- But this okay. is not, like, this is not a shade on them. No, 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 no. no. It's just, they're, they are givers and we've been blessed that they've had access to things. So, um, and because of that kind of growing up and not hearing no, yeah, when you get to like a place where they gotta say no, and you're like, "Wait, my God! Like, um, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm hurt. Why, why do you hate me?" <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think that's why. Like, I <laughs> again, I, I wasn't terrible, but I'm sure I was a spoiled brat at times, and that's why. Like, I mean, I've, I've seen the pictures. You look like you were spoiled. Oh, spoiled! That one where you're like this. <laughs> oh, yada, 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 yada. yeah, no, I. <laughs> Oh yeah, baby. Um, but I knew like at a young age, I wanted a job. Yeah. I knew that I wanted access to a check. And at 14 in Virginia, if you can prove you got a working license and it's not school year, yep. you best believe I was busting tables at some Italian restaurants at 14. I always money. like, I always, well, maybe not always. Ever since I was like nine, I've always been doing you know even before now because i was outside like picking string beans and like walnuts to like i'm like you want a five you want a five gallon bucket of walnuts for five dollars mm -hmm. you want this you want that and they're yes. like yeah i'm like yes. you want to you want me to make a pound cake for ten dollars i'll do that, it like i was that's so empowering that girl i was industrious I got in trouble at school in seventh grade because I was selling candy. Were you hustling? You were hustling. I was selling candy and I was making good in it. I'm not going to say their name, bitch. Like, <laughs> they told on me because I was making money and putting it in my wooden Bible. Yes, oh. I had a wooden Bible. Wow. And I, slide, I was slotted in there. And the Lord was blessing me, honey. Yeah. And they could not take. And so they went and told the teacher, Oh. And I was like, are you serious? And like, even today, I'm like, why did you punish me for being self-sufficient? Yeah, yeah, for like, maybe, you know what? School isn't built for you to be, you know, that way. They want you to be workers. They don't want you to be entrepreneurs. So that's probably why they wanted to put me back down in my place. Yeah. And that's fine. They didn't want to let you fly. I understand that now. Yeah. But... <laughs> I still will never forget you, Miss Gravely. Forget oh no, my, he said. You know what? Names. Forget you. I'm not gonna tell the person that told. Okay. okay. But because you know she has a horrible life now. But like, <laughs> it's fine. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come And so we also have somebody sexually um, in common. Uh, but oh, like, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Booty Brothers. I know mean, it's fine. It's fine. 
Um, <laughs> Rudy's siblings, my bad. Um, so when do you, what's your like first memory of like being an adult and being poor? Like, <laughs> do you know, like, as yeah. soon as I walked into Raffin University, oh, and I was like, let me go to the Walmart and get, you know, like some covers. Like, let me go get, let me go get a pillow because yeah. this pillow sucks. So I'm going to go get a pillow. Pillow costs $25. I was like, $25? What is this? And so I ended up having to go to, um, I had to go to like the clearance style and I found one for $5 that was not great at all. But yeah, at least it was two pillows. So Mm -hmm. I got that. And at the time I was working at CVS as well. So I had a little money. and my like my parents never paid like I didn't allow them to pay for school because or college because I was like if you don't pay for college you can't ask about college. Sure. I was like yeah. I was very aware that like money controls things. Yeah. You have, I have control over my life because I afford my own life, and they were proud whatever. But it stemmed from a lot of like we got like we got into some arguments as teenagers do yeah and the one and only argument that i ever gotten they didn't want me to go to school but i was like long story short like we got an argument it triggered something in my brain and it never shut off that like if i'm going to live my own life the way that i want to i have to afford it myself yes um and sometimes that moved me into places where I did not ask for things that I needed, um, like pillows or like a cover for the twin bed that I had never slept in. Oh my God. Um, But yes, sleeping in a dorm room with a crackhead, um, that was, yeah. What? Yeah, he he was on crack. Wow. Well, I won't say crack. He was on a drug that was similar to crack. Okay. I don't. He never said it was crack. Yeah. But it looked like crack to me, and I don't think he made enough money to to get the good stuff. So it was what it was. It was in the first semester anyway. I was in in the room with him, yeah. and um, he he ended up like leaving eventually. But it just it just cemented that like this <laughs> this is all i can afford right now um and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't cute for me uh, but even in that like i still being 19 years old and being off at college and affording it myself i felt i still i never felt like like i needed my parents to bail me out yeah. you know what i mean um because I knew I knew I wouldn't have that situation but that is the first time that I was just like oh I don't have the money for something (laughs) I don't like I can't get what I want because I don't have the money for it yet yeah um so yeah like that was my first adult like feeling because I I lived with my parents until I went off to college so I didn't have to like want for like the foods and stuff like that but like 
when I went to college, it was definitely like, oh, I got to, I got to eat at this cafeteria because I don't have the money to oh, man. McAdoo's every day. Yeah. I had, I would make enough money to be able to go on Tuesdays, <laughs> which was like power hour and power that hour. Yep. Oh, the power hour at McAdoo's. Yeah. And I would enjoy that. But the rest of the time I would go to McAdoo's, I didn't really get anything, if you notice. I would just sit there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What about you? When is the last when is the first time you felt? Well, oh. I think um again, I I I had uh privilege in, in the fact that when I got to school at Radford, um I was given my a check card to my mm-hmm. parents account wow. and i i think that they I, I think it was a gesture from them like me going out being on my own they didn't want me to not be able to pay for something yeah so they kind of gave me this like you can use it when you need it without a lot of rules around it yeah um and so what that turned into was hey we're going to meet Puerto's. Hey we're, hey, we're going to McAdoo's. You know, I, I, I really abuse that, and I'm, I'm shocked that they let me do it for as long as I did. To be honest, with <laughs> they were like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Occasionally, <laughs> Dad would be like, "Saw you at me Puerto seven times this week. If you could, <laughs> not up. seven times, oh, girl. But those, you know, yeah, those yeah. lunches with those beers. Anyway, it was so good. Oh, good. Uh, the Shorty, hey, Shorty, hope you're doing yes. Good. Shout out um, to Shorty. Yeah, Shorty. So, th- so they, so I, I spent a lot of my time at Radford with the card, and then um, eventually the card broke, and I didn't, and I didn't want to ask them for a replacement. I remember thinking like, I, I'm good. I need to get off. Yes. This. And then there was an incident. That was the universe there. telling you something. Yeah, but then also I was in that space where people were giving me credit cards, mm. like even if they were low amounts, it still was access yeah. to it. So I remember I found myself in a situation where I, I was paying my monthly bills and I realized like something wasn't going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Like the cell phone wasn't going to get paid or Chase wasn't going to get paid. Yeah. And I remember I called my mom in tears because I did not want to ask. Yeah. It's that feeling. It's like, I don't want to ask. It's so like, I'm an adult and I'm yeah, still a I'm child. Not, like, yeah, and I'm calling <laughs> my mom for money. And so I called her and she like, she she got me the money, but I remember it was that incident that drove me to take the promotion yeah. out of school. So while I was in school, I was working at the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was that incident. I was like, I've got to get independent. I've yeah. got to get independent. And so I applied for a bunch of store manager positions at other colleges. I got it pretty quickly and I dipped. And that's when I went to West Virginia, which is a different podcast. And then I, so, so I went to West Virginia and that's when I started like my professional career and was like, and it's not like I was making a crazy amount of money in West Virginia, but I was independent. Yeah. I was paying you my self-sufficient. Rent. Yeah. Self-sufficient, making food I mean, in the house and rent in West Virginia. But yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, I moved to a, a state where I could stretch that check out. Um, but yeah, I just, it, it's that, it's that embarrassment and you know, I feel blessed that I went through that and then I pushed myself forward. I can also appreciate that other people feel that regularly and are not in spaces to exceed or may not have the skill sets to like jump into yeah. certain areas that pay that kind of money. 
Especially um, at that time. Like, yeah. it was, it's not like it is now where people are, like, the IT boom hadn't really happened then. Like, a lot, a lot, well, the, yeah, a lot of the different, different, yeah. Yeah, the different avenues of, like, getting a job was very, very different. Yeah. And, and the self self saved millionaires, the concept of learning everything online, like, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I've been blessed to have like people skills to try to like, weasel my way into situations. But um, yeah, I just remember thinking like, I can't call mom again about the cell phone. Mm-hmm. And school's not really schooling anymore. So your yeah, gonna get a, your boy's gonna get a job. So yeah, and and I, I've definitely had poor moments since but um, those catalysts, you know, just to, to, to drive it, it's just I definitely have had a lot of catalysts. Like anger really catalyzes me. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It like I had a job in, you know, CVS and they were very racist. And I just wasn't I was like, I gotta get out of here and use this degree that I have now. Yeah. And so I took a job that was that paid less <laughs> to move to Roanoke and you know worked my way up from you know a lab assistant to a you know what i do a lab tech and then you know that was basically people skills i didn't really have the knowledge or wherewithal to do any of that stuff like it was just oh i love you tim tim is so funny la 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 and that like it was an opening and I was like, Hey girl, like help me out. And then, you know, that became tiresome and boring and because of my, you know, connection and friendship in, uh, in other, in other classes that I took in college, I found a job in, in, in DC. So like, it was like most of my, catalysts are because of just happenings that just are like oh we need we need somebody and i'll be like i gotta go i'm tired of this i'm out i'm out yeah yeah yeah. because you ain't gonna do me like this (laughs) no 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 and i am very i i will say that i'm very fortunate that the universe has provided me um sanctuary (laughs) a lot of times because there are times that i like I didn't know where my next like money was gonna come from and you know something opened up and I was like okay so jumping in take it yeah, yeah taking the opportunity when it when it presents itself yeah I remember the last time I felt um I almost like I just like I didn't know what to do like I had just um I just moved from my first place that you moved me into in uh, Maryland. Yep. And I was moving into a, a room with these with African with these with these African family. Yeah. And I was barely making enough to have that room to rent a room. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was one week. There was one, no, there was one month that I couldn't make it. 
and I had to use like the last of my all of my credit like credit cards and stuff was up like all I had used up everything and yeah. uh at this time my parents were dead and my brother was gone and whatnot so like I didn't have anybody to call like yeah and the one person that I like I mustered up enough courage to ask was just like well we'll see and never got back to me so I slept in my car for maybe three weeks. Yeah, like three, three weeks. I slept in my car and waited till I got another check and got another, got another room for, for a week. And then, then I, um, I moved to Richmond. So <laughs> yeah. Did we, did we not have a relationship yet where you could have asked me? I didn't want to ask you. Yeah. Like, like my parent. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't. I And also, like, you weren't doing great at the time either. <laughs> like, also true, probably. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. going to, like, I probably could have, like, asked you and you probably would have asked your parents. Like, and I was not going to. Go down that road. I, I wasn't going to. Like, I love, I love your parents so much, but, like, I'm. I'm, I'm not. Hey, I. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so Tim, I want to ask you, what does sufficient mean to you financially? And and I I'm yeah, right? Because you know, we've joked about like the dream would be to find somebody who is financially stable and can take care of you, right? Yeah. So you're not worried about money and you can do what you want. And Although that's an interesting dream, yeah. I'm kind of wondering what the what the actual goal is there. Is it to just not have to worry about money? Like money just becomes something that isn't a question? Or um, that, you know, could you live comfortably if you just had everything taken care of and you figure out what you want to do? But do they need to fund everything? Like that daydream, right? So like what is, what is being sufficient? Because is sufficient being like rich or do you just want to be comfortable? Like... So that has changed over years. Like, yeah, it is a huge conversation I'm always having with myself as I grow and change, even in the past like year, year and a half. Like, what is sufficient to me? Yeah. What is I've made it? What is like, what, like, I often, I, I really do joke about like, I do want somebody to just, you know, have all this money and I just feed off of that. But um, I think I would really get bored and I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Like at some, I'd be, I'd be out here on some weekends and be like, damn, what do you do when you're not at work? So like, I, I think that sufficient if for me is if somebody paid the big bill. Like if I had, like, essentially, if I was a child again, but not, I don't want to be a child again. God, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so tiring. Yes, it was. It was exhausting being that excited all the time. But like, <laughs> I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. Now it's here. And I'm like, girl. Could have waited. <laughs> but no, like if my house, like if I had a home that was mine, that 
that was paid for somehow. Like, honestly, I don't even want like, I don't even want it to be a man that does it for me or a significant other. Yeah. I like, I want that for myself. Yeah. Like, I just want, I want a home that I can call my own that nobody can take away. I would like um, enough money to go on vacation and not think, where's my next check coming from? Yeah. Um, And to not have to be so gung-ho about making sure my future is okay. That's what sufficient would be to me, is like having those things like laid out and like it just, it be automatic. Yeah. Like I'm start, I'm actually starting to get to a place where things are becoming automatic, and it's taking a lot of like pressure off of me. Yeah, like my rent, I put it on auto pay. Like <laughs> that is, that Rich. is, <laughs> that's so nice. You live in a crazy. I don't even know that. Like <laughs> my credit oh my cards God. get paid off. Al does every that week. shit. Like Al does that shit, and I'm like, yeah. I, I, I'm a halfer. Like. Mm-hmm. I, if it's in my account, I need to pay half of it. Like, I need to get it away from me. I can't have it sitting in my account because- well, So that's the like, thing is like, I have a different, I did, I have different accounts. Mm-hmm. So like my, it goes into my checking, one checking account. Mm-hmm. My spending that I get goes into the checking account that I use. I don't look at my actual check account. Oh, it's my girl, no, because I've automated things so that like I only get $300 a week spent. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, so the rest of it gets worked out amongst other, like it automatically goes to this is my retirement account. This is my, you know, uh, rent. This is my, you know, cleaning lady bill. This is, you know, that it like it gets out of that. Like that type of, I want my, I want my whole life like that. Yeah. Like I would love to, if I had like a mortgage that, the problem with me is like, I don't know where I want to be. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And also like right now, no, you're not going to get me on this 7% uh, interest um, because things that cost Seven hundred dollars are now th- uh, like eighteen hundred dollars. Hell yeah. no, not doing yeah. that. So I just I would like to figure out where I want to be as far as like a permanent place, and if I didn't have to like, I'm still in the mindset of I need a check every every so like I need to like I need to know that it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there are some days that I will look at my spending account check checking account i'll be like yeah it's getting low i gotta go to work (laughs) yeah get that get um, that motivation to wake up yep yeah but it used to be that i would look at my whole checking line my my real checking account and be like girl yeah (laughs) like you know the light bill is due (laughs) and you already put it off twice (laughs) like it was it was it it was sometimes where i You know, was robbing Peter to PayPal, as my mama used to say, and moving stuff around. And the fact that I don't have to do that anymore, mm-hmm. I just, I know that that is part of my sufficientness. 
Yeah. Like, that's what I want to, I don't want to, like, think about it. I want to exist. And yes, I would, like, if it, if it means that I have to work, that's fine. But, like, I <clears throat> I want to go to work at 5 o'clock in the morning, not 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, I want to say, I want to be able to be on the phone with, you know, said people and they say, these are the terms that we need. And I'd be like, well, actually, these are the terms that I'm more comfortable with. Yeah. And I want them and be able to say, no, that's not going to work for me. Yeah, man. And go to the next. Like, that's sufficient for me where I have that, like, power to say no Mm -hmm. and do what's really going to be good for me, you know? Yeah. So can I can I go on a little bit of a tangent here about a daydream that I always have? Yeah. Wow. Obviously, the same dream relates to you. So, yeah. um, as you know, the the Mega Millions was what it was recently, right? That one point five billion. Is this why you wanted to talk about money because you won and you wanna <laughs> <laughs> you wanna catch my you wanna catch my real? I how bitter I was when they said that ticket was in Florida. I'm like, a Floridian won it. Like That's- they really need it or deserve it. I hope it's a black gay in Miami. That's a, that's the best I can hope for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for, but even girl, that's the only they thing. They could be Republican. And it, no, like, no, you Florida know, it's so weird. Like <laughs> so weird. But anyway, I you know how I can't how I stress about even imagining things that aren't even real. Um, so I I like I was I have been daydreaming like what's gonna happen when I win because of course I'm gonna win. I'm gonna wake up mm-hmm. tomorrow. I'm gonna have the one point five. And you and I have our agreement in place, right? Right? Yes. Girl, can I tell you all the research I've done about the like the lawyers? Like I've got like the accountants that they recommend, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. I'm like, just well, I have my CPA and my accountant and my financial advisor on yeah. I'm ready to lock it down, right? Yeah. And so the research I also looked into because in Virginia, you don't have to put your name on it if you win more than a certain amount, right? So if you if I won one point five, oh yeah, yeah. you can put it in an LLC, yeah. Well, not even that. You don't have. They won't publicly announce you if you say no. It was a law. Really, it used to be. It used to be. It was like 2017 or 18. They passed like people started dying. Yeah, if you win more than a hundred thousand, I think it's if you win more than a hundred thousand, they don't publicize your winnings that you have to claim. So I was like, sweet. So I, I'm that person who's not going to tell nobody. Like I don't even I don't even know if I'm gonna tell Al. I'll just be like, if you want to quit, you can, and I can't tell you why. So like you know like there's that. But then you know what I realized, Tim, is that if I want to stay quiet, I can't share it with you. That's a lie. If we go in together and claim it together, and I and one of us has the ticket, we got it. We got to be public. So so this is the thing. All I need is a. So that that's the thing. Like I, so I don't need. I don't. I don't. I, you. I'm not right. telling nobody nothing. I know. I know. <laughs> this is. I'm trying. I'm thinking. I'm sitting there. I'm going. Okay. Like so. So if I can't. If I don't want to go public, and I need to give half to Tim. Like what? What are the rules about gifting? Right. Because there are a lot of laws about like how much you can gift at a time and the taxes on it. So it's like I. I went down a rabbit hole. So Child, I was it's called, I was this is what said. Tim, I need you to create an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I would tell you because you get half. But it was like we gotta. I gotta. No, but I'm talking. About, yeah, like that's that's what you do. Yeah. You give the money to the LLC. <laughs> Is it? it, it we we've been studying yeah. obviously because we we're trying to yes. do all the stuff with the business. But I the but that I worked myself up into a frenzy this weekend about what I was gonna do with <laughs> one. <laughs> The 1.5. I mean, that's how honestly, crazy I was. Honestly, a good check every <laughs> every week that's would be fine. I was like, would Tim, would Tim suffice if I just wrote him a million every week and he just like didn't have to <laughs> <laughs> He's giving the best, the best, the best. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the fake things we do. So, so Tim, you know, we we were talking about you know in the front half of the podcast about the struggles, mm-hmm. um, and you've you've kind of talked a little bit now about what you do to what you're doing now to manage your money and like yeah. how you put things in areas. If somebody like came to you and was asking for advice, like about what the, what you would do if you were them, and it, what are some of those things you think of that would be helpful to know? Like now that you're closer to forty than thirty, now yeah. that you are, but in theory, let's say that you were. Yeah. Um, what, what advice would you? Oh no, have? I'm 36. People, this is what 36 looks like. Yes. Oh, look at yeah. you outing your age. That's this so is stupid. this is what 36 looks like, baby. Yeah. And no, if it don't I, look like that, you're not eating enough water-based things. I can't wait to be 21 in November and be able to go to the bars and have a good time. I'm so excited. Big I just want you to be free. Thanks to face. I wish freedom upon you. Freedom, freedom. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what what advice you got for the kids? It's funny because I, for some reason, a lot of people ask me yeah. <laughs> these questions. Um, the first thing I would say is, what, know how much you're getting a month. Like know what you, know what your bills are. Yeah. Know what your know what you have to pay and being that maybe that's you know your housing food transportation to your job like know how much you're spending on that know what your non-negotiables are like your you need your netflix you need that starbucks you need that you know like that therapist these like know how much that stuff costs and then look and see what how much you're making. Like if it if it suffices and like it is um, enough to cover all of that, then I suggest you get an emergency fund. You start with an emergency fund because there's no point in paying down your debt and then something happens and you're back where you were. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need to have, you know, some money set aside if it's nothing but a thousand dollars. And I know nothing but that sounds like, you know, a lot coming coming from, you know, some people who aren't making a thousand dollars a month. But um, most people. An emergency nowadays costs you like, for example, I. I'm having some car issues, and so I'm going to uh, Goodyear, and they um, are sending me a quote for, you know, some car trouble issues that I have, 
And that's probably going to be more than $1,000 that I'm going to have to put into it. And fortunately for me, I have that emergency fund. Otherwise, I would have to dip into other things. Yeah. And try to make, you know, it's just very stressful um, trying to figure out where you're going to pull that emergency money from if you don't already have it stacked in some way. Yeah. Um, that's a, But those are the first things I would do. Um, and then from there, I would definitely look into like, what, what do you want? Like, what do you want out of your finances? What do you want to feel like? Do you want to feel like you can go out to eat and, you know, get gas money and all this other stuff? Do you, do you want to feel like you can go on vacation whenever you want to? Do you want, or do you just feel like, you know, you just want to live? Some people want to live paycheck to paycheck and that's fine. Like if that's, if you, if you were like, I want to spend all my money because I never know when I'm going to die. That's fine. That's you. That's your, that's your life. But you just have to figure those like ideas out about what you want your life to feel like. Yeah, no, figuring out your goals is a huge part of it. Yeah. No, I, I found out, you know, I kind of figured out my game a couple years ago where I have what I call the bonus checks Mm -hmm. because the way we get paid in June and December, I have an extra check in the month. Yeah. And it's fun. It's so much fun. For me, for me, it's every like three months. Oh, bless you. Yeah. No, I. I get the, those bonus Friday checks and it's like, and I can, and I like, I let myself do what I want with it. Yeah. And and sometimes those bonus checks just go to a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. Go to a piece of debt that I just need to take care of. Sometimes yeah. it's like, we're going to Iceland. And yeah. bonus check, bonus check is Iceland check. And um, once I got that figured out, like there's something about figuring out that that money is coming and available mm-hmm. at the six months between I can pay my stuff. I can yeah. stay in my limits. And that's why I say figure out like what is actually coming in and what is going out. Like yeah. that portion is probably a good 40% of the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Under- understanding what you have and what you don't yeah. have. Exactly. Uh, and it's okay more. not to like it. A lot of people don't want to do it because listen, I, ignorance is bliss sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like just being like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know about my finances, and I wasn't taught that, so I just had this life. That is, that is very like, it's not a blissful life to experience, but not where you're going to go from there. Between trying to figure it out and where I am right now is very hectic. <laughs> And it's very like, it gets muddy before it gets clear. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you can overwhelm yourself very quickly. Yeah. And just be like, forget it. (laughs) I don't want to know. But it it does get better if you if you want to figure it out. Amen. Um, And yeah, like, I said, yeah, make sure you are just trying to get that emergency fund up yeah because have have something in the backup in case you need it and yeah go from there for sure definitely do you have any tips or anything 
to yeah be aware educate yourself ask your friends like tim who are who are doing the hard work and and learning this shit so that when you go i don't want to pay this credit card he's like negotiate the fee negotiate like i was i just didn't i when you don't know you're empowered yeah you know like just being aware so uh, that's the thing though like i think also also that tip is like you are more empowered than you think you are yeah for sure um especially nowadays where things like interest is very very high um but it's also high in banks so putting your money away you get very good savings you get very good interest well in comparison you get you're getting pretty good interest right now yeah if you were to save that uh if you were to start your uh, emergency fund you would be getting a good good interest on it i got somebody who paid me super early for a wedding Mm -hmm. so the wedding's in november and that november wedding is part of my iceland trip money Mm -hmm. and she paid me super early and so i've got this big chunk and i'm like if I got money, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Usually I spend it, right? So I threw that into a high, my high yield savings and it is just hanging out over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we get to Iceland and I can pull that out. Yeah. I might make a couple, few bucks off of it, but yeah, yeah. that high yield savings is really, really helpful for sure. Literally, I have a high yield savings account that's 4.9% right now. Yep. And I'm like... I look at that. I look at that interest, and I'm like, "Damn, this is what people are like." I look at my little amount that's in there. Uh-huh. And I think about like Bill Gates. Yeah, but not, not Bill Gates. Is he rested? Uh, I don't know. But um, <laughs> one of them. But yeah, one of those rich people. And I'm like, God, they probably just have a million dollars just sitting in a high yield savings account collecting every month. It's just like. I'm like, damn, girl. Yeah, bitch. Like that's that's nice. <laughs> some people are getting like some people are getting forty nine thousand dollars a year to just because they have money in the bank, and then other yeah. people are getting forty nine thousand dollars a year because they're working their ass off. Like, their ass. God bless. All right, Tim. It's that time of the it's that time of the episode. Uh, you got somebody you want to shout out this week? Yes, I want to shout out my good, 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 good Judy, Tony. Tony! Happy birthday! Happy uh, birthday. It is your 90th birthday, and I love you so much. You don't look a day over 75. Um, <laughs> the truth is, people, he is he is a lot younger than that. Uh, <laughs> much younger. Tony is quite yes. quite younger. Uh, very cute. Yes. Um, you heard it. Bear is in love with Tony. Um, love <laughs> Tony. But yeah, shout out to him. His birthday was yesterday, but um, yeah. Happy birthday to him. What about you? You got a shout out? I do. We've got two shout outs, Tim, because we got two emails. Two emails. Two emails. And there it is. There's a sound bite. Uh, first one. <laughs> first one is from Mars. Uh, hi, my name is Mars. I'm gender fluid. Any pronouns for me and pansexual? Yes. Yes, Mars. <laughs> I recently came across your podcast via TikTok, and I gotta say, I'm absolutely in love with it. <gasps> oh, 
nice. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Oh, we love you. All right. And then we've got another email. This is from one of our fraternity brothers, Tim. Uh, let's see. Hi, y'all. I just wanted to say I'm pretty sad. I was pretty sad yesterday. Oh, I'm not sure what episode it was when you were talking about not being able to sing songs that you could have when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank God I'm not there yet. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Steve. Um, I don't see the part of the sadness. Get yeah. to the sadness. No, I'm just gonna Stevie D says, Well, yesterday on my way home from work, I was humbled when my girl Alicia Keys came on with the song If I Ain't Got You. Oh that's a hard song. <laughs> we know where this is going. Moral of the story is don't judge your older brothers because we're all old at some point. Love y'all. Please keep singing on the podcast. We love it. With oh love, my God. your brother Stevie D. Stevie! If I get you. Oh, don't embarrass him now. Don't embarrass him yeah. now. Oh, just running all over your face. Oh. oh. Well, oh. you know, you I'm, not, I'm not where I used to be. I used to be, you know, maybe an octave higher than that. But. <laughs> <laughs> but what? What can what I can give, I give to you, Stevie. <laughs> oh, love you, Stevie. Thank you, brother. Um, Tim, what's making you live this week? Um, well, this is gonna be um maybe a little controversial, but oh. I was watching um someone <laughs> outside my window uh giving a blowjob and they were not doing a very good job at it. Oh and no. It was quite funny to me. So that's <laughs> that. It gave me a little laughter, and I love that. That would give me some life. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> and the fact that it's like right by this suburb, I'm like, <laughs> like, come on, girl. Nice. Like, damn, girl. Where's the crack? <laughs> How much does the crack cost, girl? Oh. <laughs> so what are you living for, girl? Uh, what am I living for? I am living for, and just like that, I gotta say. You know, Tim, we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. I'm sure we will at some point. But yeah. I know some people were cold on the first season. Maybe they don't like change. Maybe they were getting used to the new girls. Um, I think whatever. it was more like they were trying. I think they were trying something different than what they are this season. Yeah. I, like, I think I think, they, I think whenever you do some major facelift like that, and I don't mean yeah. that in a derogatory, I'm just being, Ooh, you wow, know what I mean? girl. But when you, when you give, <laughs> and you call me ageist. Ow, I didn't, that's not what I meant. Man, that was Freudian. But I, would you, would you make a big change like that to, to canon that people really worship? Yeah. I think, I think you're probably going to get some static. Um, I don't hear that static this season. No, because it's a completely different story now. Yeah, I, I we we know these characters. We know where they're going. We're but it's almost with, like they're different characters, though. Like, I don't think of Miranda as Miranda anymore. You know, well, we need to dive on this, dive into this specifically on another thing because we don't. I, I actually don't agree with that. But oh. but but well, but I, I think of it as it's a different story in a good way. Sure. Oh, yeah. I I think. Okay. I think it's good. And I think whoever was If you want to listen to us talk about and just like that, follow <laughs> us on Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Touche. 
Um, but I, I absolutely love it. It's it's giving me weekly entertainment. There's so many other things out right now that used to give me entertainment that are just bad. Like none of the geek stuff is really working anymore for me. Um, but but you know what? And just like that is showing up, and I fucking love it. So mwah, thank you. Yeah, uh, appreciate that. Oh, I want to like speaking of TV. I want to shout out. Um, yeah. Survival of the Thickest. Yeah. I watched that like in two days. It was so good. Michelle Berteau. That sounds right. Uh, it was ugh, so good. I love, you know, our thickness being on TV, telling the stories. Um, and I want more of it. And I can't wait until this, uh, until the writers get what they are supposed to have and they can come back to work. Yeah. Not when it's over, but I want to know that they're getting what they are meant to get because they're out here doing great work. So pay them, pay them, tell people what they're worth. Um, Where can people find us, Tim? You can find us anywhere you can find titties. Um, hey, you can find titty. them on your chest right here. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> you can find them on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Um, you can find them on, you know, just about anything. You can find them in church. Mm-hmm. Um, and most importantly, you can find us at cubandchub.com. That's right. Cubandchub.com, everybody. If you want to send us a message, please do. You can email us at wearecubandchub at gmail.com. Again, wearecubandchub at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Tim, it's so good to talk to you as always, baby. You too. I love you so much. Can't wait to see you soon. That's right. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Bye.